When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths. So welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. This is a very special topic. Today, we're going to focus on spiritual boundaries, okay? Now, of course, if you are a spiritual person or if you focus on religion or God or anything like that, higher power, this is going to be a great episode for you. If you're not, this can still be a good episode for you just so that you can understand a bit more of why that is something that should be protected, okay? So as always in this episode, we're going to cover examples of spiritual boundaries, areas of our lives where those boundaries need protecting, such as work, dating, friends and family, and strangers, and also examples of violations of spirituality and what we can do about it. So let's dive in. Okay. So what are some examples of spiritual boundaries? This can be protecting your relationship with God, protecting your time with God, protecting your prayer time, prioritizing prayer time, your beliefs about God, your belief system and a higher power, the rituals that you do in regards to your faith and your religion, the tools, the practices, all of that good stuff, that's all related to your spiritual boundaries. It is your relationship that is sacred between you and God, and your boundaries around that is how you protect that, okay? So what are some examples in the workplace where spiritual boundaries may need protecting? Well, it just depends if you're very expressive with your religion or not. Some places of work in the past, now we've gotten much better about that over the years, but in the past, a lot of people tied those that follow the Muslim religion synonymous with terrorism. And this really was a big violation to their spiritual boundaries when they're being discriminated against for wearing a hijab or discriminated against for any type of symbolism or peril or anything that showed, expressed that that was the religion they followed. So that's a huge violation of those boundaries. And some places, some workplaces would discriminate against that. Maybe they were just fearful of how it would be perceived by customers, but nevertheless, it was still a violation. Um, So when it comes to the workplace, you really have to decide for yourself. Do you want to express your beliefs in the workplace or is that something that you want to keep protected? Is that something you want to keep just at home? 
Are you open about that? You know, so that's something that you have to decide for yourself on how you want to protect that. Making time to make sure that you're able to follow religious holidays or prayer time or anything like that is very important. So if you need to schedule time for your faith, then do so. If you have religious beliefs or, you know, follow religious actions that would hinder something to do with your work, then you need to express that or speak up. For some people, uh, let's say they are Seventh-day Adventist, they don't believe in working on Saturday, so that is something that you would need to express or share for your employer if working on Saturdays would be a possibility. So it's all up to your belief. There's so many beliefs and religions out there. I'm not even going to go through a whole entire list (laughs) of those things. You know what's important, but I just wanted to bring the attention around making sure that we are still protecting our spirituality in regards to the workplace. What about in dating? So let's say you are dating someone and maybe they have different beliefs. How do you protect that? Or just for the sake of balancing your time, being aware of balancing your time between dating that person and making sure that you're still staying connected to God or that higher power, not allowing for it to become imbalanced, not setting aside your connection with God and abandoning that to be with another person. Sometimes we could do that because when it comes to dating, (laughs) I feel that dating really takes over a lot of things in our lives because we really value feeling loved and Depending on the type of person we're dating, it can be very easy to just jump in feet first and forget about the things that make us who we are. So that's really important to make sure we're balancing out those boundaries with our dating life as well. And if someone has a different belief system, then seeing if you can come to a healthy agreement, right? You shouldn't have to make dating the person that we're dating, an entire argument or debate or conversation because we're doing this power struggle with each other because we want to be together, we want it to work out, but we have conflicting belief systems. At that point, you have to decide, is this a relationship that's really worth keeping or is it best that you maybe just be friends and maintain your spiritual beliefs or go your separate ways. That is up to you to decide. What about with friends and family? So a lot of times this may or may not come up. A lot of times friends and family usually share similar values, particularly spiritual values. A lot of times we build our spiritual beliefs within our families. So 
typically there's not going to be too much of a friction between friends and family with our spiritual beliefs. But what happens when we start evolving and learning about new religions or new faiths or we start to form a new type of connection, our own personal connection with God, and it differs in the way that we've been raised. It differs in the way that our family handles their spiritual beliefs or how our friends express their beliefs. What happens when that differs? Oh boy, that's when those boundaries can become easily violated because Oftentimes, friends or family really hold so much weight in spiritual beliefs that they can feel that if you're not spiritually yoked in the same way that they are, they may think that your life is in danger because you have a different belief system. They may find it to be spiritually dangerous to believe differently than how they believe. So they might start violating some of your spiritual boundaries. So that can easily come up. When it comes to strangers and your spiritual beliefs, I'm sure this can come up in social media quite a bit, similar to the intellectual boundaries where People are very expressive about their ideas and their thoughts and their views and their opinions. People are also becoming way more expressive about their connection with God, sharing their journey, sharing different types of rituals, sharing more information about their beliefs. Everything's very wide open on the internet. So it can get easily violated when you have strangers trying to come in and share this is wrong or this is right or this is how you should do things or this is how you shouldn't do things or anything like that. So that can come into place as well. As far as just being out in the world, I think it's just that unwritten law that people just don't talk about God like that. But sometimes you do have people uh, that may come to your door and try to push a certain religion on you or maybe you're just out and about, or you'll see people that are holding signs and they mean well, but they may be screaming obscenities at people and judging people. You are going to blah, 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 blah. You have to believe in God. You must believe in this or you're going to hell. La, la, la. I've seen that so many times, especially in college. And a lot of people would become very angry or upset because they felt judged. They felt what? Violated. Okay. So those are some examples of where those spiritual boundaries can really be tested. So I want to go over some examples of violations of spiritual boundaries. Okay. Just like I mentioned before, whenever you have evangelists that are coming from good intentions in their mind they're believing that their belief system is the correct belief system it is how everything should be they feel very strongly about that they feel so strongly about that that they 
feel it is a part of their role, a part of their duty and their belief that everyone should believe this. While they may mean well, that is a spiritual violation. Okay? It doesn't really matter about the intention behind anything. It's the action that's taken out of it. Spiritual beliefs, spirituality, faith, and all those things, that is an individual relationship with God. It's between those two entities. That's it. That is it. It is not anyone's responsibility to come in and tell another person that what they believe is wrong or what they believe is going to lead them into a negative outcome. That's none of anyone's business. You can provide information. You can share your faith. You can share your wisdom. You can be a resource. You can be open of expressing how you feel about your faith. You can have churches. You can have all of these things. You can invite people. You can say, hey, you know, we're welcoming. We're open if you would like to come. But to tell another person they're wrong and to bring that hateful energy is a violation to spiritual beliefs. Okay, pushing beliefs on people just goes hand in hand. So if you're pushing, I remember when I was in high school and I had this girl in my class, I think I was a freshman and she was like, so do you believe in reincarnation? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And she's like, well, so do Muslims and you know, here's a pamphlet. And you should come, you know, join me. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, I don't know. (laughs) But in that moment, she probably meant so well, right? When we have such a strong belief about something, we want other people to be a part of it too, to solidify our own beliefs. But when you start pushing it on other people, And unless they're asking you, they're genuinely interested, they're coming to you because they want to step into that faith, that is violation of spiritual boundaries if we're pushing it on to someone. Again, what I want to make clear, religion is a study of God. There's many religions, many studies. Okay? Spirituality is the connection with God. It's knowing God. It's the relationship that you build and how you build that relationship. Sometimes I think that the word spiritual is so fluid that a lot of people take it and view it in different ways. So for instance, I've asked someone, oh, are you a spiritual person? And they'd say, no, I believe in God. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, that's not what I asked you, you know? Uh, some people believe that if you say you're spiritual, then you just 
believe in fairies or you believe in worshiping the sun or worshiping the trees or whatever. And that's that's neither here nor there, but I think that it's just so fluid that people have these different viewpoints on what they think spirituality is. And so what I'm expressing to you is that spirituality is the relationship you have with God. Religion is just the study. There's people that are very religious. They follow what they read, but they don't actually have a spiritual connection. So that's, I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay. Another violation of spiritual boundaries is threatening punishment from a higher power for someone's actions. So this can be things like, oh, you're going to hell because you did that. God is going to punish you because you did this. God is going to punish you because you believe in this. God is going to do this because you did that. That is trying to control someone's mind with fear. And sometimes we can get a superiority complex when we feel so strongly in that faith that it can feed an ego so big that without realizing it, you think that you're better than other people because of what you believe. You believe you have a certain power over people because of what you believe. That is violating. Everybody is here on this earth, right? Everybody on this earth, we're all here. Guess what? We're all in human bodies. When we all die, we're all going away out of our bodies. Rather, the spirits go, you know, up or down, I don't know. That's none of my business. But we all die. We all are born. We all breathe. We all stop breathing. We all do the same things. So no other person has any right to condemn another person for anything. That is that person's responsibility. That is between that person. And you need to back off if you are that type of person to be so pushy about another person's belief system. It has nothing to do with you. Remember, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if someone is violating spiritual boundaries, they're most likely violating many other boundaries as well, as well as their own boundaries. Now you can believe what you believe. You can agree, you can disagree. That is not the point here. The point is not for everyone to have the same beliefs. The point is that we should all be respectful of one another for their beliefs. Another example of this violation is when people post on social media condemning people for their beliefs. It doesn't matter if you go to one person directly or if you subconsciously or if you subliminally, quote unquote, address a group of people through resharing something or reposting something on social media that shows that you disagree with the type of belief system. I don't care if you believe it's wrong or it's right or it's bad or it's good. That's none of your business. You know what I'm saying? It's none of your business. So be prepared that if you violate someone's spiritual beliefs, that you will also receive the energy to be violated against as well. And this is how people get into confrontations and feuds over something that is so sacred. 
something so special that there should never be a war over something that's special to a person's connection with God. That's so wrong. Because at that point, it's not about God anymore. It's about you, isn't it? It's about that person. It's about that person's ego and how they want to protect it. It has nothing to do with God. So I think a lot of times people may violate spiritual boundaries because they just have such a strong belief system that they think it's okay to violate spiritual boundaries because they have really believed that other beliefs from them are wrong. And you can believe that other belief systems from you are right or wrong. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to control your own narrative, but it is wrong to take further action outside of that towards another person to tell them they're wrong. So what can you say when someone starts violating your spiritual boundaries? You can say, my faith is sacred to me and it is my own personal journey. You have to remind people, this is a personal journey. You can also say, I respect your beliefs. Please respect mine. So what can you do to protect your spiritual boundaries? Schedule more spiritual time. Schedule that time. Protect your relationship with God. Make time for prayer or your rituals or whatever you do that makes you feel connected to that higher power. Do not apologize for your beliefs. The moment you apologize for any boundary or any belief, you're now negating the whole thing. Never apologize for what you believe in. Speak confidently about your personal relationship with God and how it relates to you directly. Keep it personal. Don't run into the trap of saying, well, all people should or this always or whatever. They'll run into that trap of trying to apply your belief to the rest of the world. So keep your spirituality sacred to you and don't exploit it. Don't expose every single thing about your relationship with God. Keep it sacred. You know, if there's a testimonial or if there's something you feel really moved by that you want to express and share, that's great. You know, share that in a safe space. Share within, you know, similar communities and things like that. But I find that whenever I start talking about any type of spiritual experiences, what God has done for me recently, conversations I've had with God, what I talk about with God, the type of prayer time I have with God, what I'm doing. I find that it cheapens my relationship. All of a sudden, it's not so special anymore. And I start losing that bond. It's like when you post your relationship information all over social media. Keep some of that to yourself. Okay? So this concludes our episode on spiritual boundaries. What do you think? Interesting, huh? This is something I've noticed that a lot of people don't really touch base on, but I think it's really important to acknowledge because your spiritual belief, ooh, you know, that's powerful. For a lot of people, that's their whole life wrapped up in one because it's not just your identity, it's literal experiences 
filtered through that connection. So I think it's beautiful. I think it's powerful. But I do think we need to do a better job at protecting our sacred time. And the moment we start arguing about our connection with God, we're really in the wrong place. Arguing about your connection with God is like arguing about the connection you have with yourself. It's sacred. It's special. It's personal. Keep it. Keep it to yourself. Keep it strong. And don't compromise on putting that aside for other things that are not that important. All right. I hope you all enjoyed this. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.